0: Cause we so young. In the morning, do, 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 In the evening, do, 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 In the late night, do, 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 do. hey, it's do, 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 do. y'all forty-five. Welcome back to another episode of Your Forty-Five, where we are young, opinion, and relatable. I am the man of many nicknames today. And what and is will that? Be... Who are you today, man? The, the classic. Classic. Babyface ass. <laughs> Classic, mm, mm, mm. can't go wrong. I mean, we are ending <laughs> the year, so or the decade, so it's only fair, it's only right. Well, it's your boy Red. been there since day one. But mm. mm, mm. well, let me not flex like that. But what's up, y'all? This is a pretty, pretty special episode, you know. And we would have a guest like we normally do, but. It's New Year's and everybody got things going on, planned, so it's just us, you know, original 4-5. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we, got a, we got a pretty exciting topic today. What we got going on is what are actually our most memorable moments from this whole decade. You know, we about to go into the, the new 20s, you know, 2020, so the vision going to be clear, supposedly. Sure. But we see what go down. So with that being said, you know I'll, I'll let you start it. We change it up a little bit since we going since it's into a new year, deal. something new. Oh, Okay. What, what you so, got? What's your most memorable? One of them. Um. My first one is gonna be that uh, weed was legalized in Colorado in twenty twenty, mm. in twenty twelve. Twenty twelve, weed being legal. Why? Why is that? Um. <clears throat> just since Excuse I've me. uh. Or lately. You know, weed has been a bigger part of my life, for sure, since yeah, you become <laughs> a pothead. <laughs> <That's> pretty much. <laughs> since getting out uh, of the military, weed has definitely become a bigger part of my life. So, I would be mistaken if I, you know, left that out. If you just didn't say that? Right. And it's crazy, because, like, with me, so before the military, like, I mean, when did I start smoking weed? It had to be before this decade. no. uh I don't remember when I started, but I was like 16. I'm 26 now, so yeah, like the beginning of the decade. Right. But um, weed when it was illegal, you know, we was doing the most. Mm -hmm. Doing the I'm not gonna get into all the details, but it was, there was a thrill to to smoking in public. Right. When it was illegal, whereas now that it's legal, it's like you just smell that shit everywhere, man. Especially here in L.A. or San Diego. So it's different, but um, I like that it's legal now, you know, it's cool. The shops are way different. Way different. That's for sure. Like, shops before, they were legal, and now, mm-hmm. like, now it's just commercialized. Like, it's just, they're trying to just get you in and get you out. Right. Whereas, like, beforehand, more yeah, you're going into somebody's home, kind of, you right. know, so it's just, it's more hospitality when it came to, to that, to the bud tenders and everything. But uh, that's cool, man, I, I get that, I get that. Let me get, uh. What you got, Give yeah, one I got. One of the most memorable for this decade was um, Kobe retiring. You know, Kobe. I'm a big Lakers fan. I love basketball. You know, I got so much Laker gear, so much. Y'all see me with a Laker jersey on the podcast, we're just talking about Lakers. And Kobe retiring, kind of not even on like his his free will, just because of such a serious injury, The Achilles right. going out and not being able to recover. That was tough. You know. What made me happy though is that I was able to see him in his final season, you know, and got to go to Lakers versus Spurs, big game. First time seeing Kobe too, so it was tight, man. It was tight. So definitely, Kobe retiring changed a lot about just basketball and and for me. Yeah, I mean, I agree that that was a good one. Kobe is—I'm not as big of a Kobe fan, but you know, Kobe retiring was a big moment in basketball. Hell yeah, it was the end of a legacy. Right. Everybody was out. Center that night, yeah. yeah. And that, like that whole year, they knew it was like his twilight year, you yeah. know. So like all the people on the team, they just like hey, it's Kobe. Let him go do his that's thing. Right, like, that nigga gonna shoot up. He let him shoot. Uh, he <laughs> like, shot, like what forty shots, sixty points last last game. Yeah, sixty points, man. How can you go out like that, you know. I like, guess that's, that's the way to go out. That's so Kobe way. Go Kobe way, man. So for my uh, sports sports one, I got um the Mayweather Pacquiao fight. Okay. Okay. From uh, twenty fifteen. Mayweather Pacquiao. They had been trying to set it up from like two thousand nine. Finally got the fight together, and a lot of people don't know, but I uh, boxed a lot through my what adolescence, I guess. Yeah. But I so that was big for you. Was, yeah, it was, big, it was really big. A big fight. I was a Mayweather fan at the time, so mm-hmm. it was a big, big moment for me. Okay, for me, it wasn't like, wasn't that crazy. I mean, I like boxing, but I don't consider myself like a true fan of boxing. I'm mm-hmm. a casual fan when it comes to back boxing. I watched the fight. I think that fight happened, what, in like 2016, maybe? No, yeah, it was like May, I think, of 2015. 2015. So yeah, I think I remember, we watched that fight together, right? Was that at OG's? I feel like it was at OGS and I I'd even like couldn't even stay awake for the whole fight because it was so late. Twenty fifteen, May, yeah. It Might have been. I feel yeah. like because I, I know there was a big fight that happened while we were over there, in Spain, and because of the time difference, I just wasn't able to stay up through the whole fight. <laughs> but that's it for me with that. You know. Yeah, I don't remember if it was at OGS or not. So it didn't like it wasn't that crazy for me. Pretty much. But my next one, next uh, big moment for the decade is uh, this. Pretty recent, but it, it just still made a big impact. Was uh, was Nipsey Hussle dying? Mm-hmm. Like that, that shit hurt my soul, man. Right, like it. Cause I started listening to Nipsey before the decade even started. Right. So for for him to go out at the end, it's like. I mean, not even looking at it that aspect, but just from a fan of his music and just, like, the shit he did for the community. and Being from L.A. and seeing it, he was, like, our generation's Tupac. Right. So losing someone like that was just big. It was just very big and affected me a lot of way. And people I know affected them crazy, too. So I feel like I had to mention that. Yeah, I think Nipsey's passing was huge for a lot of people. Hell yeah. Um, shook, shook the world of hip-hop, for sure. Um, I was... I, mean, I was hurt, but I would say that um, for me, Max' uh, death hit a little harder because right. at the time of both of their deaths, I was a big Mac fan. Right. That I was of Nipsey. Do you remember where you're at? When I heard. Uh, yeah, the news. Mac. I think I was uh, I was at home, man, just searching the web and seeing Something it. I remember you posted something. You uh, like put it in the in the chat. Yeah, a little group chat. But well, I think I had already seen it. Okay, okay. Fred, do you remember with Nipsey? Where were you at? Where I was at? Yeah. No, I don't remember. Man. And that, like I'm trying to think of it. I I really don't remember when. I yeah. think I got the news at home, as well for Nipsey. Uh huh. Yeah, and I just didn't believe it. It was just like a notification, like a news notification. Right. But Max, when he died, I was on a trip with uh, meeting up with the homie. We was in Berlin, meeting up in Berlin. Yeah, yeah, went to Berlin for Lollapalooza. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> this was <is> recent. <laughs> I know this is when I was still in Greece. What? So yes, yes, I remember because it was yeah. me and um oh boy, Kennedy. That was on on the podcast. You you know Kennedy, but just for the viewers, he was on the Hot Boy episode, Hot Boy Summer episode. And we were in um, Berlin, but I he doesn't fuck with Backman like that, so I got the same news notification on the phone, and he couldn't relate to why I was acting up. what you can tell you tell your story. <laughs> he couldn't relate to why I was just so so down in the dumps because you know, like I said, we 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 ain't seen each other in a minute. You know, with the homie in a location like this, like it was like, yeah, man. Yeah, no, yeah. I think I remember where I was at when I heard. Right. Yeah, I was definitely at home, just on the internet. Yeah, It was, it was just sucked because um, no one around could relate to the to the pain. I guess. What do you mean? When when Mac Miller died, as in like when Nipsey, when I found out the news of Nipsey, I had a lot of people I could talk to in the moment or call, and mm. you know, blah blah blah. But with Mac nah I didn't really have none of that, Not for that. so it was like fuck man, you got another another decade mm. so my next one is gonna be uh, probably the most fun trip I've had this decade right um, it was when I went to Ibiza the one and only time <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, was that was a good trip that was a good trip oh you know, man that was you know yacht parties you know phone parties the whole night. <laughs> yeah. you know, it, was, it was just a good time Hell yeah, man! What was uh one of the most memorable events from that trip? Um, there's several. <laughs> <laughs> several I can say right now. Right. My favorite would probably be one of the homies when we were on the the yacht party or whatever. Yeah. And we were rocking around that he couldn't even like stand up. He was falling all over the place. Yeah. But that was hilarious. Right. And then um, how dollar homie when we were eating dinner after the yacht party fell asleep in his food (laughs) that was that was comical yeah that that was good that was good definitely a trip i'll never forget though yeah that was a that was a good trip and i know you're telling the story like i was there but (laughs) i was definitely there and one thing that that was funny to me one of the most memorable was um one of the homies when he uh kissed his first black girl. You know, white, white dude. Oh, I remember Yeah, yeah you, you know, and he was... <laughs> that was just funny. That was just funny in itself. I don't remember being there, but I remember hearing about it. You were fucking there for sure. I was there? You were there for what sure. What was this? at? This was at, um, it was like one of those random bars. Not the club yet. It was at nighttime. I think it was the second night. It was the night that we went to um Swag. The hip-hop club right. in Ibiza, Yeah, it was, that, it was that night. Before we went to that club. I don't remember Do you know remember? Happened. Oh, bruh. <laughs> what she look like? Uh, it was those those group of girls that we went Those three black chicks. That I know, I know in. the group. But I just don't remember that happening. I don't know what she looked like. <laughs> yeah, like from the UK or something. Yeah, but I, I remember, remember that. I remember, I remember, that I remember the, the group. Look. I remember the guy. But yeah. I don't remember... That you remember happened. that happening? I remember. Because his face was hilarious after. Who but, initiated? Um, I feel like the girl did. Yeah, the it had to be the girl. Because he was like, he was being shy and shit about it. And he wasn't trying to, he wasn't trying to do it. I had to give him pep talk. Like, bro, you need to Get do in this that. shit. You need to do this. Right. <laughs> this going to be life changing for you. But, uh I don't remember that. So, my next one. And we're doing a, a list of five, like, honorable mentions as well. Didn't really say that beforehand. Yeah, we did. But uh, my next one is uh, living in Europe. Like, this decade, I got to live... I've already lived outside of America before when I was younger. Mm -hmm. uh, Living in Jamaica, growing up there. But as an adult, living outside of America, is a completely different experience. So again, to live in Europe for four years was fucking... was amazing, man. Life-changing. And it just opened my eyes to... What else is out there? Different right. ways of life, different cultures, different foods. And got, out here in America, you think you're getting the authentic food right. when you really ain't. Right. Like right. for example, like hummus, Greek food. Living in Greece, then niggas don't even fuck with hummus. Right. I didn't see hummus anywhere. <laughs> but um, just that that whole experience in itself was uh was crazy, man. And um, we'll never forget it probably end up living outside of America because of that experience, mm-hmm. you know, in the near future. Uh, for me, you know, I lived outside as well. And, yeah. And uh, it was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. Definitely was a lot of fun. Um, traveled a lot. Seen a lot in that, within that decade. I um, you know, I would agree that I would prefer to live over there than over here. <laughs> yeah, man. So. It's just... Like, people out, at least in Europe, for Spain, to be specific, the way of life, they're not working to live, they're just living, and then they work as they go, you know? Family is most important, and just having a good time. With that being said, cost of living is a lot cheaper. Right. right? So, you know, they can get away with that. And they have, being a, live in a beautiful location without having to pay a lot. Man, that shit is that shit's crazy, though. Go got um, my next one is not really a moment. It's more of like something I got into in this decade. I would say anime mm-hmm. slash telenovelas. <laughs> You'd be on the telenovelas. Uh, I, I think I got the <laughs> Sim yeah, Simos Sim on repeat. On the repeat. <laughs> season 32. Like, season season, season <laughs> 100 episodes a season. <laughs> That shit is so crazy, bro. But, I mean, I've seen a couple episodes. It is a good show. It's um, a good show. Yeah, I got into anime maybe like two or three years ago. And who put you on? I would like to say your boy. you suggested your boy a lot for me to get on. But yeah. I feel like I had to come to it on my own. Right. And then when I did, you know, it flirted from there. It started out with Dragon Ball you know spread out from there yeah I mean anime is is the GOAT you yeah. know when it comes to to animated films or shows right if you ain't fucking with anime are you just against it just cause of the way it looks you need to think again <laughs> I'm trying to think off the top of my head my favorite like moment of any anime that I've watched <sighs> from this that's area. gonna be hard that's gonna be difficult off the top of the head yes that would be, be very difficult I can't even tell you mine. I've watched way too much anime in this decade. Yeah, I don't. Know. Well, I that's not even right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> That is that's pushing it. So, um another one for me is uh the Navy. So, in this decade, I joined the Navy and left the Navy. Mm-hmm. So, that was that was a crazy experience. Like I never saw myself joining the military at all. And literally just join it to get out of my situation. They're just feeling like uh, living life in a bubble at home. And it's funny because I seen a meme the other day that said um, the Navy is like the male version of of, of being fucking. I'm just gonna go strip. Right. <laughs> like that's that's low key some real shit. It is real. <laughs> you know, that's the easiest way out for a dude. Like, right. I mean, females too. They can they can go that route. But most of them aren't. Right. But yeah, just the whole the whole navy as itself that experience. I grew up a lot, and uh, yeah, that's that's that you know, that's that. I'm not gonna get too too crazy onto the navy, but it opened a lot of doors. Um, I also you know joined and exited the navy in this decade. Yeah. Um, learned a lot, grew a lot, um, experienced a lot. Uh, it's definitely a, a an experience I value and don't regret. Yeah. That's true. You know, the Navy was good to me for that time and I guess it's still good, <laughs> good to me right I guess now. are still benefiting even though they out. <laughs> right. Um, what was my next one that I have? Oh, my favorite. Well this is hard to say. Right. And uh, I we kinda came up this quickly right before, but off the top of my head, my favorite music project of the, the decade would have to be Friday Night Lights. Mm. Yeah, cool. Mm. Just because it's something I've listened to throughout this decade in so many different, you know, stages of my life. Yeah. And still continue to listen to on a regular basis. Yeah, it brings back those memories. Right, it brings back those memories. You get new situations you can attach to, different songs and different moments right, right, of the song. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's a great album, man. That's the album that put me on to J. Cole. Right. You know, I don't have an album of the year. I can't just think of that shit on the fly. I'd I'd have to sit down and really, really, really look back at the library. Right. Just everything. The album from the decade. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's tough for me. That's very tough. So, what'll be on? I think I'm on my last one, to be real. And this one, you're probably going to think I'm a true gamer for this, but 2K, man. (laughs) And, you know, I have to be more elaborate of what. So NBA 2K for me, it was a way. Well, I got really into it back in, like, 2015, I want to say. Me and a bunch of homies, we started playing, um, like, a 5v5 game mode. And we played it so much and was so about that life that we became. <laughs> our team was ranked 14th in all of Europe. And I was like, damn, like. Niggas, is this good? Like, I didn't right. think we would... I didn't think I was that that good, to be real. I thought I, I know I was good amongst my group of friends, but when it came to the world, or I guess Europe, mm-hmm. didn't think we was that nice. But, you know, the numbers said, you know, numbers <laughs> on the board, man, they showed the truth. Right. But with that being said, I'm not on 2K like that no more. That was just that, that moment of my life. I played it so much. But because of that... 2K now is is a way that I keep in contact with a lot of friends that I met in the military that live in different parts of the country or different parts of the state, wherever they're at, we all still link up and play 2K, and that's how that friendship has continued to grow and continued to move on. And like I was saying before, me and Kennedy met up in Berlin. That's only because we stayed in contact through the 2K. Right. You feel me? So, 2K has been very big for me just because of that. It's it's kept. Um, the friendships I've made in the military and bonds I've made, still strong. Right. Still current. Um, 2K has been a big part of my decade for sure. Uh, you know, I've been handing niggas L's all decade. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> like, 2K, come see me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I was a part of that team he was yeah. referring to. Uh, yeah, we were, we, were, we were nice. 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 You know? mm-hmm. nice as fuck. We were nice. Yeah. Uh, But I would agree that it, through 2K, it allows you to keep up with certain relationships that you wouldn't keep up with normally, at least for us. Um, And uh, it's almost become part of a a routine, or it was a part of a routine before, Mm -hmm. like, you know, going out, and it would be like a social thing. Oh, yeah, exactly. You you play a couple games, you know, with some drinks, you know? Exactly. Those are good moments, man. Right. Um, but My last one is one more of on a serious note, the George Zimmerman trial. Um, George Zimmerman shot Trevor Martin in 2012, and I just felt like that <clears> trial <throat> really, um, to me, said that, you know, young black lives aren't that valued out here, <laughs> so... That was a uh, memorable... I mean, there was a lot of police brutality this decade. Right, right. A good amount, so... Like the Trayvon... Trayvon Martin case. Right. I met somebody a couple of weeks ago that didn't even know about that shit. <laughs> black or not black? Not black. Oh, okay. But, I mean, if it was black, it'd be... We've probably crazy. been talking about it on the podcast or by now. Right. But it was... I was like, damn, you never heard of that shit? Like, how? Yeah. But, hey... Guess it just don't matter for some, but yeah, that that is a uh, something that can't be forgotten. For sure. You know. But with that being said, man, I mean, a lot of shit happened this decade for everybody, and it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what comes the next decade and how things change. Just looking out through history, I don't know. I feel like next decade, maybe pretty similar to this one. Cause like from two thousand to two thousand ten, in two thousand ten to, to now, I don't see such a, a big difference. Maybe the biggest thing is social media. Social media is taking all over. Yeah. But other than that, like I feel like it's gonna continue to grow in the next decade, but nothing too too extreme, at least is what I'm saying. Maybe it goes crazy. So that's like your prediction for this next decade? In a way, and then if this Space Corp. Space Force? Space, for, space Force thing happens, then it's gonna most likely change society. Space Force? Motherfuckers is going to space? This is getting stationed on the moon? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? No, that's gonna be something different. Something different. <laughs> well, imagine those contracts, though. <laughs> you signed a 10 year contract to be in the Space Force? 10 year? Yeah. Probably a 10 year. camp would probably be crazy, mm-hmm. though. Where they can do you do boot camp, camp at NASA? You gotta do it in some type of environment like that. would be boot camp at NASA. When you graduate, you fly up to the moon. Graduation on the moon? Nah, they probably don't do that for everybody. <laughs> graduation? I feel like it has to be in space. How are you gonna join the space force and not go to space until you like get stationed? Well, in? I mean, not everyone in the space force is gonna get orders to space. But you gotta at least. There's gonna be some niggas on the ground too. There has to be niggas on the ground, but you gotta at least see that. If you join the space force, you obviously want to go in space. That's not true, because if you join the navy, that doesn't mean you want to go to sea. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I join to go to sea. You right. You right. Okay. Touche. But me personally, if I join the space force, I better be up in space. <sighs> Fuck the bullshit. But with just that, and then seeing what um, who's gonna win the the president election. You're right. Like that, I feel like that can change. A lot for the next decade. You know, my prediction is that low key Trump could get reelected on some crazy shit. As crazy as that sounds, watch it happen, and y'all be like, "Damn, that nigga was right." <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. All right. I'm just saying, don't him getting elected in the first place was surprising to a lot of people. Yeah, that's like the soldier like I mean, reelected, <laughs> reelected. Right. Nah, but, but you know, uh, for me, I I see. Um, more techno uh, technological. Advances? Yeah, advances in even, this. Next even further? You know, I think um like VR and stuff like that is gonna take a, a big jump. Do you think AIs will ever come into are oh, gonna yeah. come into play this decade? Of course. Robots are gonna take over. I could see like an automate auto like an autopilot driving car coming into play. What do you mean? Like, self-driving cars. Yeah. Because, you know, like... Already, that's not, like, already a thing. It, it is, but not for, like, a full trip. Like, a full... Like, you can't even drive the car, man. Oh, they probably would still offer that option. But, like, it's catered to just drive by itself. You know I'm not even going to mess with that, because I like driving stick. Exactly. But it's convenient. So... Mm-hmm. It will take away texting and driving as being, like, a thing for niggas crashing and shit. Right. Like you could even low key drink and drive. (laughs) You got your shit just driving you. I can see it. I can see it happening. You know, like that. That can be a transition that can come into play for sure. Self-driving cars. Hell yeah. Yeah, I can see them becoming more accessible to everyone. Like yeah. yeah. And then maybe like, even the way we travel through air may change. (laughs) Well yeah, like uh, we talked about in that one one episode. uh, What what did we call it? Uh, beam technology yeah beam technology hey, coming this decade beam technology you heard me first seeing the what's to come with technology next decade is gonna be gonna be interesting that for sure cause I feel like there's a lot of shit they already got but they just ain't released it to the world yet right this is true so they're probably just slowly pushing us into it when AI's come though that's when I'm probably out out of where out of America to a place where well, they AIs ain't. AIs come, they're gonna come everywhere. <laughs> they're probably gonna go to Japan first. They really already got them over there. Yeah, they get, God, AIs working at McDonald's and shit. <laughs> Serving niggas food? Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, hell no, <don't>, bro. What?
1: Well, <laughs> that's I'm it, bro.
0: We ended it on that. We're talking about Terminator shit. I mean, it's time to get out here. This is y'all. Happy I New Year. Happy New Year.